guys. So, first of all, I'm sorry for the lack of episode last week. I completely forgot that it was finals week when I promised an episode the week prior. But, you know, stuff happens. I'm here making an episode now, and that's all that matters. And I'm actually really excited for this episode. Um, There's going to be no guests this week. It's just going to be me sitting down and talking about 2021. I cannot believe it's already December. But I thought I would just, like, sit down and reflect on all the things I've learned this year. And if no one else (laughs) finds this interesting, then I guess it'll be a good episode for me to, like, look back at. And maybe if I keep doing this podcast every year, I'll have four or five or six different yearly recaps to look back on when I'm older and just see what I've learned each year. And I think this is going to be a cool tradition, and I'm really excited. So let's jump in. So, 2021 was an interesting, interesting year. Um, I don't even know where to begin. Anyone who knows me well knows that this year, there were many different versions of myself. I look at pictures and videos of myself from December a year ago and don't even recognize the person that I am. And... That is crazy to me, and it's actually a good type of crazy because, I don't know, the person I was last year in December and January and February and March, the first half of the year of 2021 was not not the best version of myself, (laughs) if I'm going to be honest. Um, She was crazy, and like actually crazy, like I'm not even kidding. But it took a lot of different events to put me on the track that I needed to be on. And I think my first lesson is that life will bring you the changes that you need to see. And even if you can't see those changes being beneficial when they happen, they probably are going to be good in some way. And I'm not saying that every change like, a horrible change or something that tears you apart is going to bring you joy in the end because that's not always the case, but it's always going to teach you a valuable lesson, and I think those lessons that we learn are gonna help us be able to help other people and help ourselves down the line. So just the first thing that I learned as a whole is that we need to appreciate the path that we're on when we're on it, no matter if it's easy or hard, because I think where I went wrong this year was uh, just assuming that everything was going to be bad all the time because the certain events in my life happening were bad. And that was just a horrible mindset to be in. I mean, I was 18, I'm only 19 now, and to think that the track of my life was just going to be horrible forever was a horrible way to look at things. And I needed to find myself to find the right way to look at things. 
So moral of that ramble is that you have to appreciate every single step of your journey towards becoming the person you want to be. Whether it's a boring step of the way or an exciting one, whether it's a hard journey or an easy one, you just got to appreciate every little thing for what it is because every step is going to help you play into a bigger and more important role in your life eventually. Like, those stupid high school fights are going to teach you how to be a better friend in college. And the days where you feel like shit are going to make you appreciate the better ones so much more. It's just little things like that. And I know it's cheesy and I know people say it all the time. But it's those things that you hear all the time that you often like forget about and don't you know, pay attention to because you're like, oh, I hear it all the time, blah, blah, blah. But those are the things that you got to pay attention to most. Like, And it took me 19 years to figure it out. And I know some people it's taken a lot longer. But once you figure out that everything's a process and everything plays into life in a bigger way, then appreciating every step becomes a lot easier. And in my opinion, it's a lot easier to be happy when you can just appreciate things for what they are instead of feeling down about your life for what it's not. You know what I mean? Like, just appreciate what you have in the moment and know that things are always going to be different eventually. Whether that means appreciating the good because you know things could be worse or not getting too down about a hard time because you know things could always be better. Just take things as they are instead of wishing they were different, I guess, is my biggest takeaway, or the first takeaway that I've learned in 2021. Like, if I didn't learn to appreciate every step of the way, I know I would have just been, you know, sad about this or sad about that and just not have appreciated things for what they were and you know I was worried about going back to school this semester because I didn't have the best experience my first semester but instead of you know staying in my dorm room and just sulking the first weekend and just not feeling my best me and my closest friend from home decided you know like let's just get out and do something like out of our comfort zone before school starts so we booked tickets not booked what is the word I'm looking for right now we bought tickets I'm just stupid we (laughs) we literally bought tickets to dead and company the day before the show she drove to me two and a half hours and then I drove us three and a half hours from Oswego to SPAC and we literally had one of the most memorable nights of my life Like, it was so great. Like, I just am standing in the lawn surrounded by thousands of people that are radiating the same energy that I want to live my life like. Singing to Grateful Dead. When two days prior to that, I was worried and anxious about going into the school year. Like, it was just one of those memories that you had to choose to make better and choose to accept and choose like okay this is my situation I'm worried about this this and this but instead of making it bad I'm gonna take something 
from this feeling and make it better. And because like I chose to live my life in that mindset, I left that weekend with one of the best memories of my life so far. Like, it's just amazing. Like, you are in control. You have the power to take a nervous time and make it one of the most extraordinary times. And that's such a beautiful thing. And I am so grateful that I got to learn that this year. So, the first big lesson. You gotta take every step of the way as it comes. And if you don't love the process you're in, if you don't love the way you're feeling... Take the reins and change it and look at it in a more beautiful and open-minded type of way. So that's the first thing that I learned. So the second big takeaway from 2021 is that you can't change people. I spent 2021 in the mindset that, you know, if I do this and I do that, then... I can get this person to stop feeling depressed. I can get this person to love me the way I want them to. And I can get this person to be more confident. No, like, you only have control over yourself. And that's a really hard lesson to learn because you want to help everyone. And you want to see everyone be the happiest they can be. And you want people to make you happy. But the truth of it is, is that No one's going to change unless it's on their own time. And you got to let them do that. And when you let people find their own paths and you let people work through their things the way they need to work through them, then, you know, you'll find your way back or you'll be able to help them when they are ready to accept it. You can't spend your life getting down on yourself because you can't help someone with the things they're struggling with and when you learn that then you can help yourself and you can grow yourself and you can find the person that you need to be for the people in your life when they're ready to have your help if that makes sense I know that was kind of confusing so I'm just going to do a quick little recap you can't help people when they don't want to accept the help and even if they do want to accept it that doesn't always mean that you're going to be a hundred percent successful because sometimes they don't even know if the help that they're asking you for is something that you can give them but if you can find the ways to help yourself and you can find the ways to make yourself happy and find the ways to become the person you need to be and want to be then when they're open to help and when they're open for to, to change and be the person that they need to be for you or for themselves or for their family, then if you're happy and you're well-rounded, that just makes it way easier for both of you. I'm not a therapist. I am not that educated. I am not the smartest. But that's just how I look at it. I mean... It makes sense, right? Like, if you're happy with yourself in your own skin, if you're confident, if you know what makes you happy and what makes you sad, then it's easier to help someone else figure that stuff out when they're ready for it. 
You can't push it on anybody. You can't force it down anyone's throat. People change on their own time. And that's okay. And it's really, really cool when you are able to help someone. And I wasn't, you know, able to help myself until somebody else helped me a little bit. And, you know, this person is literally my best friend. And we got to help each other through our first heartbreaks and through our first semester dating in college and so many other things. But it's so cool when you're able to help yourself while being confident in your own skin. So work on you and then help others. Okay, next lesson learned. This is one that I was surprised that I learned this year. I mean, I feel like I worded that wrong. I guess I was surprised to learn this in general because I was such a different person, guys. I was literally so different. I thought that I could never be my peak happiness if I wasn't in love with someone. And that sounds so dumb. That sounds so dumb. But I thought I needed to be in love to be the happiest I could be. And that having someone to share every experience with and every memory with and call at the end of the night and fall asleep on FaceTime and do that whole whole thing with was the only way I was going to be the peak of my happiness. I thought I had to be in love. But you don't need to be in love to be the happiest you can be because it took me, like, getting out of a relationship this year to find the happiest version of myself. And lately I've been thinking about this a lot. I've been thinking about some of the things I would have missed out on if I was in love or if I was still in a relationship. And it has nothing, nothing at all to do with the person that I was in the relationship with, but it just had to do with the person I was in that relationship and the way things lined up and the lessons I needed to learn outside of that relationship so that I could be happy on my own first. And you just, you don't need someone to be the happiest you can be. You need yourself and you need yourself functioning at your highest level of I don't know why I want to say this. You need yourself ready to love life at the highest level in order to be happy. You just need to be open to things and be ready for things and ready for change and ready to meet new people and ready for new opportunities. You don't need somebody else like holding your hand all the time. And if you have that, that's great. But don't forget to work on yourself at the same time. And I just... There are so many things that I wouldn't have been able to do if I was in love. And there's so many things that I learned from being single and learned from growing on my own this year. And it makes me emotional at times because, you know, I have these memories that are just me being a free spirit on my own. And I'm so grateful. Like, I just, I have this one particular memory and it's, me just coming home at 2 a.m., running through the halls of my building with my 
friend Cami, and we <laughs> had invited two members of the rugby team over and we told them that we had thrown a party we were having an after party at our suite there was no party there was nothing planned so we literally ran through the halls knocked on our friends doors like random people like we just welcomed them in and I know for a fact that if I was still in a relationship I would have missed out on that because I would have been in bed on FaceTime and I would not have been living my life and instead I ended up in our room with 10 or 15 people that I didn't know an hour earlier in the night. I slow danced to Billy Joel with a neighbor that I am now really close friends with. This this guy literally has helped me through so much in such a short span of time. And I am just so thankful that I learned that love isn't the most important thing to me because it helped me realize that I am the most important thing to me. Not who I'm connected to, not who I'm attached to, but who I am on my own is who I'm important, is the most important thing, if that makes sense, if you follow me. That was a big one. That was a huge one. But that's a really big takeaway from the year, and I am really proud of myself, honestly, for learning that. Okay, so we've learned. Appreciate the process. You can't change people, even if you really, really want to. And I learned that I don't need to be in love to be the happiest that I possibly can be. Another big one was that friendship should be quality over quantity. And this is something that I really, really learned this year because... In 2021, you know, graduating high school, or 2020 and graduating high school, um, I still had a really big friend group, and I'm still part of many different friend groups, and I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not appreciative of the quantity of friends that I have, because I am aware that I have a good amount of friends, and I am very lucky to have the, the amount of friends that I do, I'm very, very lucky. Um, but when it comes to sharing, you know, personal things or asking for help or, you know, you gotta, you have those comfort people and it's okay to find, you know, comfort in fewer people and having more qualitative conversations with a fewer, you know, number of people than having those types of relationships or having those types of conversations with a big number of people and that is a huge thing that I learned this year um I feel like going into 2021 I would you know if I found out something about myself or my family I would be quick to tell you know this person this person this person this person and because I felt like I owed it to all my friends to keep them up to date with every little thing in my life. But now, as I'm getting older and, you know, my life's a little bit busier and the quality of, you know, the things I'm doing in my life, I'm spending more time doing the things I really care about and less time, you know, doing all all the little things. So 
kind of have less to talk about, but in a deeper sense, if that makes, makes sense. But I have learned that it's okay to find comfort in two or three friends, um, as opposed to eight or nine friends. And doing this and talking to those two or three people doesn't discredit the other people that you're not telling every detail of your life to. It just, it means that you feel a deeper connection with a fewer number of people. And that's okay, because you don't need to feel this ultimate closeness with every single person that you meet in your entire life. But... I personally have just learned that for me, the best way that I function is telling, you know, my closest two or three friends about what's going on in my life or about the funny memories and about this and that. And it doesn't have to be every single friend I have. I don't have to tell every single friend every single detail of my life. And I've learned that having these deeper conversations and these more heartfelt conversations with a fewer number of people helps me keep my head on track. It helps me remember, you know, who I've told what to and how they responded and how they reacted. And it helps me look back on advice easier and it helps me work on these relationships and cherish these relationships. And I know that these people are the ones that are going to be in my life forever. And I'm not saying that the other people that I'm not telling everything to won't be in my life forever, but it's it's really comforting knowing that I can have really good conversations with the people in my life that have helped me the most. So that's why I kind of cherish those quality conversations and choose to go to a fewer number of people now. It's because I find myself happier because of it. I find myself on track and comforted and just more confident and Everyone is going to function different. Everyone is going to find comfort in different things. Maybe you find comfort in having a bunch of smaller conversations with different people and getting lots of different advice and then comparing. But for me personally, I just, I'm a quality over quantity person. And that is something that took me a long time to learn. But this year, I definitely um, learned that in a clear and precise way, and I am, I don't know, I'm just a well-rounded person because of the conversations I've had with my quality friends, and I have lots of quality friends, and I am, I feel very lucky, especially at the end of this year. Okay, so I want to keep this episode pretty short because, I don't know, I just want to keep it to the point, get the points across that I learned, and maybe they'll help somebody else. Um, but the fifth big lesson that I learned in 2021 was just do things for yourself and do things for other people when you need it and when other people need it or when they're least expecting it or just do nice things because I find that it's not as common anymore to do simple little things to make people happy. And this is a huge thing that I learned this year. Like, I don't know. Um, I just love writing and I love creating. So 
this year I really took that to a different level and I wrote notes to so many different people. I wrote letters and I wrote notes to myself and it just really helped me um, remind myself that I'm a good person when I wasn't feeling like the best person. And just take what you love to do, whether if you like painting, paint for everyone. If you love writing like I do, write little notes. If you like drawing, just doodle to strangers and hand them to people in your classes. Just It's something that's just not common anymore, and it's so shitty, but just do things for people because I promise you it will make you feel like a better person. And it makes you a better person. It doesn't only make you feel like a better person, but it makes you a better person to just take time out of your day to do a simple act of kindness. And it doesn't have to be physical things. It can literally be, you know, give a hug to someone that you notice doesn't look the happiest. Or um, go talk to your neighbor that you haven't seen in forever. Or just do simple things that bring other people joy or that you think will bring other people joy and I don't know this is just one of the most beautiful things that I've learned this year um one way that I started doing this is I got these little note cards off Amazon and they say different things like you are amazing or there's some that say you are worthy or whatever they're just little tiny cards and you open up the front of them and they have a little quote that's inspiring and on the back, it has lines, and you can write little notes to everyone. So, in every birthday card I give, or if someone's having a bad day, or in a gift that I'll give on someone's birthday, I'll just stick a few of them in there. And then they always have little notes for me to read. And I know, like, the words are, are what I cherish the most. I love looking back. I have a wall in my room just of pinned-up cards from every single person in my life. And I go back... To this wall and I reread cards and I reread little notes and I look at drawings and I just that's what I cherish I, I love words and I love um drawings and I just love like little physical things like that not so much materialistic things but the creative side of gift giving if that makes sense so just do something to make somebody else happy not every day not even every week but if you're sad, do something for someone else. If you notice someone's sad, just get out of your comfort zone and do something to make someone smile. It's it's my favorite aspect of myself because I love doing things like this for people. Um, my mom always yells at me because I spend all my money. <laughs> but I love gift, gift giving. It's just, just do stuff for people. And, you know... Just make the world a better place. And I know that sounds cheesy, but it's always just so nice to receive a card or a hug or a smile even. Um, so that's my favorite lesson from the year. Just give what you can and love what you receive and appreciate life. Um yeah, so that's the end of the episode. I really liked this episode. I know it's on the boring side and the short side, but I've learned a lot this year, and I know everyone else has too. Um, and I'm super grateful for all of you guys, and I can't believe I started a podcast. And 
I'm very happy at the end of this year. So I hope you guys all are too. Bye.